Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time? Even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony. Living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tracy, and I am a doctor of energy medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and an energy worker, I specialize in treating both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field. My passion is teaching energy medicine. My go-tos are Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha Yoga. My gift is to see through the layers of energy that surround our physical bodies called the bioenergetic field. And my superpower is the ability to connect, of course, with your permission, directly to the voice of your soul energy, whether it's whispering or crying out, I have the capacity to hear you. Then as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy, and my job becomes guiding you and teaching you how to bring your soul and your ego back into harmony. And that's exactly what this session called Soul Healing is all about. Educating you to empower yourself to evolve body, mind, and soul. And this week's no different. It's going to be a discussion. I'm dissecting a poem. This poem was made famous by Marianne Williamson, but it is untitled. Uh, I'm sorry, it is um, unknown as to who actually penned it originally. I love this poem, Reason, Season, or Lifetime, because it's a very powerful healing tool. It's a powerful reminder of meeting yourself where you're at, of gifting yourself present moment awareness and the capacity to witness all topics of energy work that I am very passionate about and that you will find in previous sessions in your archives or in the documented areas in which these podcasts or uh, radio shows are held. So let's talk about reason, season, or lifetime. We're going to start by reading the poem. I want to dissect it a little, bring up some moments of awareness, and then I'll read it again before we conclude the show and make some very specific connections with how we live our lives. So let's start with reading the poem. Again, it's called Reason, Season, or Lifetime. Marianne Williamson has made it famous, but the actual author is unknown, and it begins like this. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you figure out which one it is, you will know what to do for each person. When someone is in your life for a reason, it's usually to meet a need that you have expressed. 
They have come to assist you through a difficulty, to provide you with guidance and support, to aid you physically, emotionally, or spiritually. They may seem like a godsend, and they are. They are there for the reason that you need them to be. Then, without any wrongdoing on your part or at an inconvenient time, this person will say or do something to bring the relationship to an end. Sometimes they die. Sometimes they walk away. Sometimes they act up and they force you to take a stand. What we must realize is that our need has been met our desire fulfilled, and their work is done. The prayer you sent up has been answered, and now it is time to move on. Some people come into your life for a season because your turn has come to share, to grow, or to learn. They bring you an experience of peace or make you laugh. They teach you something you have never done. They usually give you an unbelievable amount of joy. Believe it. It's real, but only for a season. Lifetime relationships teach you lifetime lessons. Things that you must build upon in order to have a solid emotional foundation. Your job is to accept the lesson, love the person, and put what you've learned to use in all of the other relationships and areas of your life. It is said that love is blind, but friendship is clairvoyant. I love this poem and I use it very often with clients who are experiencing um, anger, blame, guilt, or grief. Because what happens is we misunderstand our role in this space and time as a human being. And we think that either we're here to please others at our own expense or that others are here to please us. And that just isn't the case. Each of us is here to fulfill an obligation to experience human being. The good, the bad, the beautiful, and the ugly. Our job is to experience something, to learn from it, to find the rainbow, to find the highest good. And that's challenging when we're talking about people in particular. And that's why I love this poem is because it's all about people. It says, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And you're responsible for figuring out what each person's purposefulness is. Are they there to gift you, to meet a need that you have expressed? Or are you there to meet that need for them? I believe that everything does happen for a reason. 
I believe that whatever energy that we're vibrating in, whether it's beneficial and we're moving towards our highest good, that we're going to attract to us people that are going to give us lessons that continue to drive us towards our highest good. That doesn't always mean that that person is going to be exactly what we've asked for. We're going to get what we need. And by asking for what we need, we're creating from one of two places. We create either from a place of love, it's light, it is um, peaceful, it's harmonic, or we create from a place of fear, it's dark, it's heavy, it's chaotic. Those are the only two places that we come from. So if in desperation, from a space of grief or anger, we ask for something, we're going to receive what we need, but it's going to come to us in exactly the same vibration that we were in. So when we're stuck in sadness, in grief, in anger, when we're stuck in energies of blame or guilt, we're going to attract to us people that are going to gift those same energies to us. And it's our responsibility to pay attention, to learn the lesson. I had a client yesterday who has just processed through a breakup. Although they came into our session thinking that they wanted to fix the past and rekindle that relationship, when I asked what about that relationship it was that they wanted back, they were sharing what they wanted from a relationship, not what they were experiencing with that person. We cannot force other people into being who we want them to be and expect them to be our reason, our season, or our lifetime. We're responsible for that. When someone comes as a reason, this poem says that it's usually to meet a need that we've expressed. They've come to assist us, to guide us, or support us. It's still up to us how we receive that information. What's most important is that we have to actually recognize, to notice that this gift is being given to us. We meet people, well, I guess it depends on how social you are. I was going to say we meet hundreds of people a day. I meet hundreds of people a day. I guess that may not be necessarily true for others. But we meet hundreds of people in our lifetime. Every single one of those people are purposefulness. Either our purposefulness for them or their purposefulness for us. These are the coincidences that create the place from which we operate. If you're creating from a place of love, those coincidences are going to assist you, guide you, and support you in positive ways. But if you're not capable, willing, or interested in moving towards 
love consciously and you're caught up in unconsciously moving for fear, you're going to attract to you more pain and suffering. But you're still going to get the lesson. So if that person comes into your life and although it doesn't feel like it was a good experience, they still gifted you some awareness should you choose to see it. They still gifted you lessons to learn. The accumulation of a whole bunch of reasons gives you the information that you need for the season. The season is where you take those lessons and you experience and express them. And that then leads into the lifetime. Each interaction with another human being is another stepping stone in who you're going to become. You are the one that must choose whether that is a beneficial lesson or a non-beneficial lesson. So let's talk about that for just a minute. Lesson. Beneficial means that you got what you needed out of it because it redirected you back to your highest good. Non-beneficial means that it directed you or redirected you away from your highest good. Those are only two ways in which we go, beneficial or non-beneficial. It's us as humans who have decided whether that feels good or feels bad. Everything happens for a reason. Every person that comes to you is to either guide you closer to love or further from fear. Your interpretation of that situation is whether it's love or whether it's fear. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And it's up to you to figure out which one that is. We're going to go into our first break of the show. When we return, we're going to talk about the three primary types of relationships, how people play out in our lives and the importance of those relationships energetically. You are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble. If you have not already subscribed, please do so on Inspired Choices Network, iTunes, Google Play, or YouTube. Please feel free to call in, ask questions in the chat room, or connect with me after the show through email at Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, at tracytrimble.ca. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is, so we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, 
grow and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tracy, and you're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine. Today, our show topic is Reason, Season, Lifetime. People come into your life for either a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and when you figure out which one it is, You'll know what to do for yourself and for that person. Now, people, human beings, can be categorized into one of three areas. And I know when you hear what these three areas are that there's potential for someone to say, well, that's a little simplistic. And yes, yes it is, and thank goodness for that. Because human beings are extremely complicated. I want to share with you what these three categorizations are for and why they're important to you. Each of these three categorizations have what's called a frequency or a vibration. And each has a strength in that vibration. The very first relationship that we ever experience is called family. And I don't mean that in the traditional defined sense of what a family is. I mean it energetically. Every single one of us has a parent. Most specifically, a woman who carried us through conception to birth within her own physical body. But also a man who, by coming into, in most cases, intimate contact, or at least in all cases where sperm and egg come together to create a human being, That's the definition energetically of family. 
the parent's energy or the child energy. Now, although every single one of us has parent energy experience, not everyone has child energy experience. But those who are so blessed to have been gifted with creating another human being's life, this is the relationship defined as family. The second type of relationship is called intimate other. It's a human being in which you intertwine your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual self. And in most cases, there is also a strong sexual dynamic, uh, an actual linking connection between the two of you, which is physical, but it's also deeply spiritual, whether you're aware of that or not. And finally is the energy of our social infrastructure, which basically is everyone else. Now, believe me, I completely understand that family by blood is not always family. That's social. Energetically, we either were created by it or created it. We have sexually interconnected with it or we have interaction that has cause and effect. So family is parent-child. We've been created by it or created it. Intimate other is a sexual, intimate, energetic connection. And everyone else is how we interact socially. Now, why is this important for a poem called Reason, Season, Lifetime? It's because we attract to us people in one of those three ways. Now, the everyone else category, although it's very broad, it causes the most complication energetically because we have friends, we have family, we have co-workers, all people who we spend a large amount of time with. We have acquaintances and we have strangers. All of those human beings are as equally attracted to us or not, and we are as equally attracted to them or not. There is no particular formula for those people except a reason, a season, or a lifetime. That gigantically broad category of everyone else, of family and of intimate other, every single one of those people were brought to you through the energetic connection of creation for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So if that experience with any singular person in your life isn't good, that's on you. Now I know that's harsh to hear, but I want you to hear it again. If you are in a relationship, whether it's parent-child, intimate other, or anyone else, and it is not serving your highest good, you do not find peacefulness or harmony in it most of the time, then that's on you. Because you have not recognized or figured out what the purpose is a reason, a season, or a lifetime. It is 
in our control to create how our life rolls out. And sometimes we become hoarders, not just of things, but also of people. And that's very often where grief, sadness, anger plays into it. Because we're holding on to relationships for what we want them to be and not for what they really are. A relationship that was a reason, once that reason has been expressed, it's time to move on. But as human beings, we grasp at not letting go, not letting that person move on or not letting ourselves move on. And that's not how the universe works. So what happens is energetically, the universe intervenes, causing a little bit of annoyance, then pain, then suffering, and then complete disconnection. It's time for you to get very conscious and be very aware of the people in your life. Your obligations are rules. Bullshit rules. They are beliefs and habits that are formed based on society's needs and not necessarily your need to take care of yourself. Your need to learn, share, heal, grow, prosper. And as hard as this is to hear and as sad as it may be, if you aren't doing the work, to perceive or to create these relationships to be the most empowering, not only for you but for others, then it's possibly you're holding on to something that you're not meant to hold on to anymore. This is extremely potent and powerful in intimate other relationships. We take a vow without any capacity to understand even who we are in that moment, let alone who that person is. And when they don't become who we want them to be or need them to be to fulfill us, then it breaks down. And we either end the relationship because we weren't willing to do the work or we stay in a relationship that says, this isn't working. This isn't emotional. This isn't mental. This is physical and spiritual. This is extremely potent with family. Just because you gave birth to it or it gave birth to you doesn't mean you have a right to control. Each of us has our independent and individual purpose of creating our own path, of fulfilling our own destiny, of paying attention to our own reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. If every single one of us became the expert at our own self, at knowing exactly who we wanted to be, and picking those who could support us, who could guide us and teach us, those who we could support and guide and teach. And then we minded our own business. We let 
everyone do their own work, but we did it with kindness and compassion. This would be a powerful experience for us. We would very, very clearly see the reasons, the seasons, and a lifetime. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you figure out which one it is, you're going to know what to do. When it's for a reason, it's expressing a need. That doesn't mean it's a moment. could be or feel like a lifetime, but it could also be just a moment. Once that need is fulfilled and you have what you want and they have what they want, it's over. It's time to move on. A season is when you're accumulating enough information to learn a lesson. And a lifetime is learning those lessons. Knowing who it is that you want to be and building opportunities to experience that. I want to tell you what's going to seem like a really crazy story and especially anyone who knows me well, but it has relevance. For most of my life in the past, patience eluded me. The frustration and the anger was very quick to catch on fire when anything did not go my way, and my way was exactly how I decided it would be without reason very often. But over the last 15 years, patience has been a primary piece of who I want to be. And it's gotten much better, but really no evidence of I am patient. So every day I ask to be patient. And something really cool happened to me on Monday night. My husband is an avid fisherman. And he likes to fish off the dock of our home in semi-northern, so I guess not too northern Ontario, but Ontario. And I want to be with him. So one of the things that I love to do to be with my avid fisherman is casting. I don't love fishing. I don't want to catch anything. So I cast with a top lure, which is very unlikely on the lake in which we live that I'm going to catch anything. But every now and then, we get into competitions to see who will catch the most fish. Well, I'm not interested in catching fish, so the competition is just for my ego. And I have a lane. It's a space in which I always cast my line, and that's my lane. Well, in our little competition, my husband decided it would be funny to cast into my lane. And in that moment, I had no patience. I got a little frustrated with him, and although it was a for-fun competition in which I had no intention of catching a fish, I reeled my line in really, really quick, and I casted it really quick to get back into my lane so he couldn't catch a fish in my lane. Well, the universe in that moment gifted me something incredibly precious. My line tangled into the nastiest mess I have ever experienced. Why is that such a gift? Because in the past, I would have gotten so angry, I probably would have slammed my fishing rod down. It totally would have been my husband's fault because he was in my lane. And I would have had zero patience whatsoever in even attempting to unravel the line. And I wouldn't even have given him a chance to try because he's a jerk. 
I would have just cut the line off, cut the lure off, and then expected him to reline it for me then, right then. But the coolest thing happened, and I didn't even notice it had happened later until I was gifted with something very dramatic. I just untangled that line, and I'm pretty sure that it took me five or six minutes. I didn't take a deep breath and push the anger away. It just melted away. I didn't talk to myself like, it's okay, Trace, you've got this, breathe, everything's fine, just be patient. I didn't even do that. I just simply unraveled this nest. And at the end of it, there was this incredible flood of joy. And I know, I said it at the beginning, this sounds so weird, and like it's not a big deal, but it was. This incredible, overwhelming joy filled my eyes with tears. Not because I was sad or because I was angry, but because in that moment, I knew that I no longer had to talk myself into patience. It just happened. I was patient. So in that moment of me fishing, which, yes, I know that might be funny looking, (laughs) my husband gifted me a reason. Because I wanted to be with him, I was fishing. And in that moment, I was gifted what I would have considered in the past a difficult situation to just be my truth, which was patience. But it's also part of lifetime. For 15 years, I have been accumulating enough evidence to prove that that could be true, that I could be patient with ease, with unconscious competence. And it just happened. My lifetime lesson accumulated into a solid emotional foundation of I am And the coolest part, I noticed. I was paying attention because reason, season, lifetime is important to me. That awareness is important. Now, I am way overdue for a break, so I thank you so much for your patience. We'll take our second break of the show. And when we return, we're going to talk about the gifts that are on the surface or that we have to dig really deep for in this lesson called Reason, Season, Lifetime. This is Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tracy, and you're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine. Our topic today is Reason, Season, Lifetime. I wanted to educate based on a poem made famous by Marianne Williamson called Reason, Season, Lifetime. And the reason that I find it so important is because by hearing these words, it gives us permission to step back, to realize that not only are we responsible for paying attention to the coincidences, those reasons, seasons, lifetimes, but we're also responsible for categorizing them based on our needs. There's purposefulness in everything that happens, the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the ugly. Every single person in every single moment, scene, situation, or scenario is gifting us something. Sometimes it's right on the surface. We feel really good and it's obvious. But other times it's deep down and we may have to search for it because we're trapped in grief, sadness, anger. But it's all there. The gifts are there. So let me read to you the poem one more time before we go into talking about uncovering the gifts. Its title is Reason, Season, Lifetime. It was made famous by Marianne Williamson, but the actual author is unknown. And it goes like this. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you figure out which one it is, you will know what to do for each person. When someone is in your life for a reason, it is usually to meet a need that you have expressed. They have come to assist you through difficulty, to provide you with guidance and support, to aid you physically, emotionally, or spiritually. They may seem like a godsend, and they are. They are there for the reason you needed them to be. And then without any wrongdoing on your part or at an inconvenient time, this person will say or do something to bring the relationship to an end. Sometimes they die, sometimes they walk away, and sometimes they act up and force you to take a stand. What we must realize is that our need has been met. Our desire fulfilled and their work is done. The prayer you sent up has been answered and now it is time to move on. Some people come into your life for a season because your turn has come to share, to grow or to learn. They may bring you an experience of peace or make you laugh. They may teach you something you have never done. They usually give you an unbelievable amount of joy. Believe it. 
it's real, but it's only for a season. Lifetime relationships teach you lifetime lessons, the things you must build upon in order to have a solid emotional foundation. Your job is to accept the lesson, love the person, and put what you've learned to use in all other relationships and areas of your life. It is said that love is blind, but friendship is clairvoyant. What I would like for you to grasp from this is the last line. And I'll share that with you in just a moment. People are going to come and go. They're always there in your heart because the lesson will always be there. And should you choose to move closer to love and farther from fear, you will find the beneficial gift. You will. But here, this last line sums up the entire point of why this poem is a show today. Your job is to accept the lesson, to love the person, and to put what you've learned to use in all other relationships and areas of your life. This is why we're here on this planet, to experience human being. And we could never experience human being without the interaction of one another, of other human beings. But your job is to not only accept the lessons, but to search them out. To pay attention to the coincidences that are going to draw you to the people, the places, the things, the scenes, situations, and scenarios that are going to guide you to even greater and higher good. But when you learn the lesson, and most especially if we've labeled it bad or ugly, it's easy to learn good and beautiful lessons, but it takes a better person. A person that's moving towards love and not fear to really, truly, and deeply accept the bad or the ugly lesson. But most importantly, once that lesson has been learned, love the person. Find gratitude in the depths of your being, whether it was good, bad, beautiful, ugly, or not. If it's right on the surface, it was easy, but if, it, if you have to dig down, give gratitude, love that person for what they've gifted you. But most importantly, recognize what you've learned. Give yourself space, the capacity to remember, to use that lesson in all areas of your life, not just in that moment, in that reason, season, or lifetime. If you ask for what you need, you're going to receive it. And most likely, it's going to come in the form of another human being. And it's not always going to be good and beautiful. 
But bad and ugly doesn't mean harm and suffering either. If there's someone in your life that doesn't make you feel good, figure out what the reason is that they're in your life. Give yourself permission to process through that season. Share, grow, learn. And then take a lifetime lesson. It's yours to receive. And there are bazillions of them out there. Choose your people wisely. Find like-minded people that are going to support you in learning, sharing, healing, growing. Be a supportive person. Be someone others would choose to guide, teach, heal, and protect them. But don't feel like that's your responsibility. Focus on your own reasons, your own seasons, your own lifetimes. We're going to move into our third break of the show. And we are going to talk a little bit about self-mastery when we get back. Not only because our next two sessions together are going to be about self-mastery, but I want to tie in why starting with recognizing and figuring out who people are in your life, reason, season, or a lifetime, is going to help you become the master of your own self. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am incredibly grateful that you take this time today or on occasion or even each week to learn lessons of the soul, to give me the gift of teaching. For that, I am very grateful. If you're brand new and today is your first experience, welcome and thank you. If you have been popping in and out, I greatly appreciate that. But if you've been following from the beginning, 
I'm so grateful to have you. What you're going to find when you go through the library of my sessions is that they're really all of the same topic. There are ways in which you can see ways in which you heal your own soul. And the purposefulness of that is always and entirely self-mastery. Self-mastery is all about being the expert of your own self, of knowing with deep clarity exactly who it is that you want to be, and to be living your life to the fullest in each of those areas. That doesn't mean life will always be sunshine and roses. There's going to be good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. But what it does mean is that in every moment, you are the creator. You are the co-creator of your own destiny. When we master our own self, we know our truth and we're being in it as best as we can. Most of the time, we're living in harmony because we don't invite the chaos, but most importantly, we don't create it anymore either. Self-mastery is being aware of who you want to be for yourself and for others. The reason that I pulled this poem in today is because I don't think a lot of us realize how important knowing who we want to be is in attracting to us who we attract, the reasons, the seasons, and the lifetime. It's up to you to figure out who each person is in your life and how they affect you, how you affect them. For the next Two educational sessions in soul healing with Tracy Trimble, PhD. We're going to be talking very specifically about self-mastery, about the art of being human. Specifically in self-mastery, there are 12 main areas of life that have huge causes and effects on every single individual. These were originally, I'm sure, social dimensions, but they have a very strong energetic vibration. They are also an incredibly powerful guideline. I'm going to share them with you in the order in which I teach my students to process through. The first area of importance is our physical well-being. The next is our emotional stability. Our mental capacity is third, and our spiritual connection is fourth. The fifth most important area of our life is our character. And the reason that these are the first five is because they are the only areas of our life in which outside influences are irrelevant should we choose that to be true. The next three areas start to bring our personal relationships into play. 
where reason sees in lifetime influences us. First, it's our parent and or child relationship. It is our intimate other relationship. And finally, it's our social relationships with everyone else who we want to be in those areas. Next is the career in which we choose to express ourselves and support ourselves, which leads to our finances. That then moves into the quality of our life and finally the vision in which we live in. These 12 main areas of life are affecting us. And if we are unaware of who we are and who we want to be in each of those areas, then we're letting ego control us. My goal is to teach you self-awareness, to bring soul and ego into harmony so that you can reprogram soul and ego as one entity so that you can bring your truth into every area of life that affects you. And the purposefulness is to create a peaceful sense of ease and joy. So next week, I hope that you're going to join me as we go through these 12 areas, what they are, why they're important, and where your work is. The week following that, we're going to go through the three primary foundational pieces, your physical well-being, your intimate relationship, and your career. It looks like it's that time again. As always, I am so incredibly grateful to have spent this time with you. I trust that you got exactly what you needed from me today. But if for any reason you haven't or you have questions, concerns, or ideas, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My email is Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, at tracytrimble.ca. If you're curious about what I do or how I can personally guide and mentor you, please check out my website at tracytrimble.ca. I'm looking forward to next week as we discuss self-mastery. Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness without judgment.